Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me here at the EFAB Who You Talking To podcast. Thanks for joining me here in the cluttered but kind mind space for EFabulous HB, aka Mommy Fab, aka ME, me. Who am I? I am a comical, intelligent, amazing, alluring, and sometimes delusional, because I have delusions of grandeur, Black American older mom who's navigating life, period. Why you should listen to me? Um, Because I'm awesome. Well, <laughs> and I'm so awesome, I might just spark your humanity while I try to pick apart and reconstruct my own. So with that said, I hope you enjoy the show. Okay, so now that I have thanked you for being in this space, let me tell you how it works. Um, I used to be a DJ, and so I'm in love with music. That's my first love. So I'm always going to open up an episode with a song that I think is hot right now or a song that I really like. Um, don't, don't be emailing me requesting songs. Uh, no, it's just going to be what I pick. Only Child Syndrome totally on display so yeah i'm gonna open up with a really cool song kind of set the tone and i'm gonna thank you for joining me and then you're gonna listen to this again because i'm gonna tell everybody who's new how this works and then we're gonna get into the um, meat and potatoes of the episode and then at the end i'm gonna thank you for being in this space i'm gonna ask you to share and then if you want to be a sponsor of the show you can do that too i'm totally open to collaborations and working with brands all that good stuff so um, if you feel like listening to my nasal voice is too much for you, but you actually want to get into my headspace, you can always go visit my blog at efabulousHB.com. Or you can find me everywhere on the internet as at efabulousHB. That's what's up. Thank you for being here. Okay, now we can start the show. <laughs> It's April 1st, and you know what? April 1st is a horrible day for me. I buried my mom on April 1st, 2004, and my divorce was finalized April 1st, 2013. Man, that's not a good look. <laughs> so it's not a good day for me. Um, I can distinctly remember April 1st, 2014. I swear I had a mini nervous breakdown, like I was just overwhelmed and I was feeling like here it is beginning of spring it's Easter time and I felt like a failed human being um so it's humbling to me like April 1st is always humbling to me because it reminds me I lost it's like lost big like I play big I win big but in the same breath I lose big huge so this is why I actually picked today of all days to relaunch my podcast. Um, it's April 1st, 2018. It's Easter. He has risen. And so has my podcast. Um, I can look back on the two most painful times in my life that broke me as a human being. And I can shed a few tears. And then I can get up and handle my business with grace. So, um, yeah, I know. It's tacky. I relaunched my podcast on Easter Sunday but for me it's beautiful because it's April 1st and I'm not having a breakdown and I don't feel like a failure and I'm able to face my loss and know that it shaped who I am as a human being 
So um, I'm back with two shots of confidence and a 22 ounce of happiness. And that's what's up. That's what it means to go through something and evolve and grow. So uh, today's episode, I want to talk about loss. I know, right? And whether you lose your mom, you lose your dad, you lose your marriage, you lose your dog, loss is a part of life and it stops people in their tracks and loss is a part of life where we need people to help us take those bits and pieces of humanity that have been torn apart from our hearts and put them back in. And stop listening to those people who always say, buck up, you'll pull through. It's okay to say that sometimes, but uh, you don't have to say that all the time. You should have empathy for another human being because loss will drain you. It depletes you of hope. It breaks away at the fabric of your humanity piece by piece. So if you do anything today, if you take anything away from this episode, if you've experienced loss and there were people there to help you put back the puzzle pieces of your humanity, please pay that forward. Show some compassion for your fellow man. Um, You never know when you might need it again. So, all right, let's get into the first segment. I want to talk about the loss of my mom. When I lost my mom, I was in a really kind of bad place because I had just reconciled with her. And we had been estranged for like maybe a good two years, year and a half. Like we had always been at odds with each other since I was like a tween um, because I have a really strong personality. And I was kind of plotting my escape. Like I want to be on the South Side. I wanted to see the world. I wanted to do all these great things. And like I said in my intro, I have delusions of grandeur, but I also have the moxie of a gladiator army. So that means that when I think it, if I want to put it into action, that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to let anybody stand in my way. So I've always kind of been that very hard to handle teenager. I was hard to get a hold of. And then at some point I just broke free. So um, I had just reconciled with my mom maybe six, seven months. And then I turned 21 and then she passed away. In a fire. Um, And it was really, really tragic. Because here, this person that I had longed to have this loving relationship with, I had finally come to a place of understanding and compromise and kindness. They were just snatched away from me in the middle of the night. And it devastated me. I can look back now and say it devastated me. But I was so used to being a soldier no, like, I'm from 79th Street in Chicago. I'm a no-limit soldier. Like, okay, somebody gets shot, you got to keep it moving. You lose somebody, you got to keep it moving. You hurt yourself, you got to keep it moving. And so I pretended to be okay, but I was, like, really not okay. And to let you know how much I wasn't okay, my mom died when I was 21. And I probably did not come to some type of reconciliation with her death until I was 32 years old. And I would be two years two to three years before I had my child. And I still kind of suffered maybe six months before I gave birth because it hit me like I was about to be a mom and I didn't have a mom. So the beginnings of motherhood, I had no clue what to do because the person that actually mothered me was not on the face of the planet. 
And that's what loss does to you. Loss, when you lose a parent, it takes away history. It takes away tradition. It takes away hope. Um, it takes away the thoughts that you have for the future for you and your parents. So it was really, really hard for me. And it took me a long time to get over it. And it, it, it changed my personality. Like I became very withdrawn. Um, I only wanted to engage people who I felt were safe. Like I was a friendly person, outgoing, whatever. But after the death of my mom, I really like, I started burning bridges and sabotaging relationships on purpose because I just wanted to be in a safe space. And I realized that I was around so many people that actually weren't emotionally safe for me. So I was like, I'm going to throw gasoline on this bridge, burn it up. Um, and that's not necessarily healthy. <laughs> and then I also realized that being in a black community, nobody cared about my mental health and my emotional health when my mom died. Like, did nobody offer me therapy or anything like that? And I'm like, I look back and I'm like, did y'all not see that? I just had like a total breakdown. Like I ended up uh, becoming a serious, serious functional alcoholic. Um, and I just was making bad choice after bad choice because I felt like um, life was expendable. I was expendable. I didn't even have a vision for myself past the age of 30. So that's what loss does. Um, you know, it, it, you lose your faith. You lose your ability to visualize your life, your, to visualize what path that you want. And so I said it before in the last segment, I say it again. When you see or you know somebody has experienced a deep loss, please pay it forward and show them some compassion because they need it. We're all connected in some type of way. I truly believe that. And then when you have the universe and God in you, and you can reach out and heal someone and touch the universe and God in them, that's a powerful thing. So, um, yeah, loss of my mom. And the only thing that compared to that in my adult life would be the loss of my marriage. So I'm going to talk about that in my next segment. 100. Okay, so um, next segment, losing a marriage. Oh, I, it, I don't even know if I should talk about this, right? Because <laughs> I was married, I was with my fellow co-parent for 10 years, and we were married for nine years. Um, that's a long time <laughs> in the big scheme of humanity. For human beings, that is a long time. And um, loss, a loss of a marriage is different for different people. Like some people, marriage is not sacred to them. You know, that's a thing that they did in that moment. And that's what they felt. And they got out of the marriage. They got unmarried. And they was okay with it. Um, for me, and I can say this honestly, brutally honest. Marriage was sacred for me. Like, I, I was, I had to think about it. I was serious. Like, I never shared how much I wanted to be married. I mean, I like, I love men. I love beautiful men. Let me just say that. <laughs> but 
um, in my earlier 20s and in my mid-20s, I didn't think that was ever going to happen for me. And I didn't think I was ever going to have children or get married. I lived a really kind of socially awesome but emotionally lonely life in New York. I was a loner. Um, and so I kind of was a nomad when it came to uh, being in in and out relationships. You know, I just kind of had people who I loved. And, you know, I would be like, uh, you love me back? Uh, no? Okay. Uh, moving on. So I can say with <laughs> great honesty that um, my fellow co-parent, when I met him, it took me by storm because I had never felt that way for a person before. Like, it was magical, and and it was a great love story. I had a great love story, bar none. Just like I've had an amazing life, my love story that led to me getting married is pretty awesome. It's fairy tale level 101. So um, I think that had a lot to do with it. I think it had uh, a lot had to do with the fact that I was emotionally naive. Um, I'm a Pisces. We we play in delusion. We stay delusional. <laughs> delusional of self. So anyway, okay. Um, yeah, so I fell in love. I got married. Um, things went bad. And then I got unmarried. Losing a marriage to me. I ain't speaking for nobody else. But there's somebody that's going to relate to me. Is hard. It's like a death. Like something dies. Um, because sometimes the, your marriage takes on a life of its own. It's like the pink elephant in the room that everybody's cool with. And when that dies, you feel it. Um, I felt this void because 10 years, I had put it all in, all my love, all my faithfulness, all my loyalty. I put it all in, but I had also put in a lot of misunderstandings. I had put in a lot of hurt that I never talked about. I put in a lot of unspoken resentment. I had put in a lot of, I don't understand why you're hurting me, but I'm not going to say nothing because I'm stole, a stonewaller. Um, I had put in so much that when it all crashed and burned, I flipped out, had a nervous breakdown, and it was just horrible. But that was the only time in my life that I felt like I felt when I lost my mom. Like, I felt like that was death. Because the one thing I haven't realized is that subconsciously I had created this vision of hope for if my marriage got better. And I had this long in-game vision that it was all going to work out. Like, we were going to get old and plant tomatoes have a garden and um, an old dog with one eye it hobbled around it was very loving <laughs> right you get it so I had this unrealistic expectation that I was just gonna make it through like everybody has a rough patch in any relationship friendship business relationship marriage you're gonna have a rough patch that's the nature of human beings so I was just kind of muddling through like we're gonna make it it's great yeah so we didn't make it and it was horrible and when you lose your marriage not only do you lose that hope and you lose that vision of the future 
you're about to lose financially. You're about to lose your kind of grip on what's happening because when things break down, you're like, well, was the relationship I was in really real? Like, did this person really love me? Like, am I tripping? Uh, am I on the Truman Show? <laughs> like, you just, every year questioning everything. And so it is devastating. And so, so many times now, we have this kind of like divorce culture. Like, you know, we're trying to celebrate divorce. Yeah, okay. You might be celebrating that a woman walked away from a domestic violence situation. You might be celebrating that a young man got out of a relationship where the young woman was using him for his money. You might celebrate if a man or a woman got out of a, a emotionally abusive relationship and now they're happier. I get that. But for some reason in this society, everything seems to be expendable. Everything seems to be microwave. Everybody feels like, well, I can just jump into something without a full commitment and then I can just walk away from it. And so that that just kind of chaps my heart because when you when you link your life with someone you start some type of brand new synergy and when you unlink that synergy that energy whatever you built has to die who's celebrating that that's crazy right it's crazy so losing my marriage was probably like the second time I felt like death and it's not technically true because my dad died when I was 16 and I flipped out but when you're young I think you process things differently he had poured so much positivity into me and so much like you know keep going like keep going whatever happens keep going so when he passed away I knew it's like okay well I gotta keep going I gotta I gotta finish high school I gotta finish college he told me to see the world so it was much more like he's gone. There's nothing I could do about it because I was a kid. I didn't have any agency. But when my mom died, it hit me so hard. Destroyed me on the inside, I think. It destroyed part of my optimism. And so then when I got unmarried, <laughs> unmarried, that's the second time in my life I felt the same despair that I felt when my mom died. And it was just horrible. Um, and you have to, like, when you, when you get unmarried, you're a different person when you're married. And then when you get unmarried, all of a sudden, you got to figure out who you are. That took me a long time because I had poured all myself into this one situation, which I would never do again. So that's one thing to take away from this. If you're in a relationship where you have totally stripped away who you are and you don't know who you are, you better do something about that because God forbid you lose that person or they walk away. Who are you? You better know who you are because the world is not going to wait. It keeps on moving. So it's a tremendous loss and I'm very sympathetic and empathetic to men and women when they're going through divorce. Um, I'm not as sympathetic to cheaters. I think people who cheat are ho horrible people. Now, I'm going to leave it there. I'm not going to be judgy. 
even though that was, I'm just going to leave it right there. But that's my stance. <laughs> I don't believe in hurting other human beings. Um, just walk away if you got to cheat on somebody. But that's neither here nor there. Um, so, yeah. So, this this episode is about loss. And those are my two great losses. My mom and my divorce. And I put my mom in the ground on April 1st. And... My unmarriedness was confirmed <laughs> by a court on April 1st. And so April 1st sucks. But this April 1st, I decided to do something totally amazeballs. Revive my podcast. Talk about loss. And still have a smile on my face. And so, yeah. It is what it is. So thank you for listening to me ramble on about my life. And I hope that it has helped you in some weird but fabulous way. I appreciate your support. 525.76% word. <laughs> I'm such a nerd. Anyway, do share this podcast if you like it. Yes? Yay! If you want to be a sponsor, I'm really open to working with brands and small businesses in my local area. I'm in H-Town. But I have a global reach, so get at me. I hope you take away something positive, um, something kind, and something caring from this podcast always. Ta for now.